Hola. Hello. This call is being translated. Abuela, listen to what my phone can do. Abuela, escucha lo que mi teléfono puede hacer. Wow. Ahora dime sobre tu novia nueva. Wow. Now tell me about this new girlfriend. Huh? Tú sabes lo que dije. You know what I said. Language is no longer a barrier thanks to Live Translate with Galaxy AI on Samsung Galaxy S24 Ultra. Learn more at Samsung.com. Samsung account login required. Calls must be made using the native Samsung dialer. Hi, I'm going to whisper some things to you now about crunch chocolate bars because apparently this whispering thing is a thing that makes you feel things. It's saying something crunchy is coming in the candy wrapper language. Imagine your tongue hiking up those crispy, rocky ridges. Now, drum roll, please. Wow, that's good. Crunchy, munchy chocolate doesn't whisper. Turn up the fun with Crunch. Yeah. Yeah, what do you want? Beak or jaws? Feathers or fur? Sharp teeth or feet with claws? Whatever's preferred. They'll grant you all last requests to steady your nerves. Then podcast the body parts, get severed and served. Bring your weak shit where the wolf and owler. That ain't just a mistake, that's an awful howler. Both of them are known to pull up at your shows. Have the crowd witnessing the murder like they rolled in with a gang of crows. Fuck their censorship, let them see the whole thing. They stay dressed to kill, never sheep's clothing. Dark enough to turn the sun to the moon, you'll see nothing. All you hear is a huff a puff and Expect killings, red spilling and flesh ripping Impressive in it, the death bringing his head spinning Just kidding, every word in his songs about two grown men Dressed up as a bird and a dog Oh my gosh, oh my gosh Oh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh Oh, oh my baby. gosh, oh my gosh Wolf oh, and Owl inside you know again Wolf and Owl got come run, tell your friend Nathan and Tom Davis <laughs> Um, hey, wow. hey, 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 welcome God. to the Wolf and Owl, you little fucking pricks. Uh, wolf and wow, Owl that's a big start. Up to our usual tricks. Wolf and Owl wow. in your grill. Man. Wolf and Owl. We got no time for chill. It's the Wolf and the Owl. I can't Up believe. Up fucking face piece. What? You are getting some wear out of that tuxedo, bro. Wearing it again on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You haven't taken it off since the BAFTAs. Uh, how are... I hope you were, everybody. Wolf now. It, what's wrong with me? How long am I going to do this You've intro You've become for? very, very... Is this an audition for this morning? I think it might be. Coming into um, So later on, we show you how to make six different meals only using carrots. Uh, and at 10 past 11, uh, we've got a fashion item, how to dress for £15. You'll hate all the outfits, but we'll pretend we love them. Then we That's have Richard Arnold today. coming in to say why turnips are back. <laughs> and then turnips, not turnips. <laughs> um, yeah. Mate, I think I, I, I should kick this off by giving, and I hope everyone listens to this, just do a little round of applause for my guy. Roma Nathan for taking down the house at the BAFTAs. Wow. Amazing stuff to see, my G. It was a beautiful moment. Really, you looked, really, by the way, we talked about this before we came on. My guy, if Barbara Broccoli was watching, I'm like, yeah. mm, there's it's a world like, of Romish. Yeah, if I wanted to close this franchise out in the most hideous way, that could be the guy. Um, well, I've got to say, uh, a couple of people came up to me and said, uh, nice to see you went. You didn't go with the trainers. So there's some Wolf and Owl fans out the BAFTAs. Yeah. Uh, I went for a very smart shoe. Uh, what I would say What was it? What is, mate was the shoe, if you don't mind me asking? That was Hugo Boss. Oh! 
Oh, you know, um, a nice shiny. I... It's very shiny shoe, isn't it? Yeah, too slightly, too, arguably too shiny. Do you think? No, no, no. I thought it was nice. Was it? I what? mean, for the Baftas, fine. Would you wear that? If I saw wear you wearing that with a pair of jeans, I'd arguably call our friendship off. Yeah. I'd say time well, if that you wore that shoe. Uh, yeah, hopefully you'd beat the fuck out of me. It would be if you're a true friend with one of those shiny um, shoes. Yeah, just. He's got. He's dead. We don't know how it happened, but he's got polish all over his face. No, it'd just be turned around the policeman and go. I don't know what's. That. Oh, look at this huge in combo. I think we have a motive here, Captain. Yeah, we're gonna have to say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Baftas. It was fun. Uh, it was very fun doing it with Rob. Oh, it was uh, I, I genuinely thought it had a nice vibe to it, man. I thought it was a very. Uh, it was one of my favourite versions of the Baftas for a while. I think they've been looking around. It's a little bit like, it's been a little bit, you know, like since Graham Norton stepped down, mm. it's been a little bit like, you know, since Arsenal, they've been trying to find the right person to take the club forward. And I thought yeah, that this... Yeah, I thinking this, like, we... You certainly were the club. Emery. Uh, yeah, this, yeah, thank you. Good evening. Welcome to the BAFTAs. This is, uh, we, we, this is them taking it less classy. Two things happened. Uh, well, there's the awards. The awards themselves are fine. 30 seconds before I came on, right. I, I, I wasn't nervous at all. While Jax Jones was performing and we're about to walk on, I got the driest mouth. Oh, it's the worst. You could possibly imagine. It was crazy. I said to Rob, are you feeling a bit... And he went, yeah, I am actually. So we had to like just... We actually necked... While Jax Jones was going, we were hydrating. What, what water um, or...? Well, teque- to, we went two tequilas, one water, and then a gin. <laughs> uh, just very quickly. But, um, and then afterwards, I would describe the dinner. It was like, you know, a lot of people came up and said lots of nice things. Um, but I would describe that experience as anxiety fuel. Yeah. That was, yeah, uh, I find those things tricky. Uh, the swan came along. Uh, Shout she out looks the swan. absolutely amazing. My, by the way, I've seen a picture of the swan. It looked absolutely radiant. It looked stunning. Yeah, she looked great. But she, um, she doesn't, she gets not, I wouldn't say she gets nervous. Not her thing, really, I would yeah, say. So I, I agree uh, but you. she wanted to, she wanted to come and support. Uh, but when we finished the awards, we had a, like a drink in the dressing room and then walked into the... the they do a big meal. I don't know if I'm telling people stuff they already know, but everybody that was attending... Well, not everybody, but loads of people that are attending get invited to this dinner afterwards. Any notable slip-offs? I don't know. I didn't... No, I don't think so. Uh, most of the people that expect to be there were there. But the first walking into that dinner is like... Uh, the closest I can imagine to sort of, you know, that dream where you walk into school assembly and you're naked. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, it's, I find all of those things are just like, it's like, oh, how do I make myself more anxious and make myself almost physically sick? Yeah. Uh, midway through midway through the actual BAFTAs themselves, the awards, I realised that my flies had been undone. But thankfully, <laughs> the, ja- the jacket uh cover that up do you want to go that for that horrible... sort of like sexy fucking old sort <laughs> yeah. of 90s upskirt sort of vibe Just... yeah yeah i was yeah i should have let i should have let the camera guys know that that was going on but um just lisa biting her lip her bottom lip in the sort of third row just sort of seeing that oh that's for me <laughs> it's giving me a little yeah, wink just a close-up on uh close-up on romish's wife there seems to be very much enjoying things <laughs> in a, on Ooh, a different level mr rangan ethan's flies are undone um <laughs> Mate, it, was, it is. It's a weird thing, isn't it? Those those events when you sort of go go backstage and so like, or afterwards those sort of meals. Just when you're forced to sort of have small talk with a load of people that either you idolise or are just so good at that sort of side of things. Some people are born yeah, to do I, that, I wonder, that small wonder, talk. I, it's it, incredible. 
I wonder if everybody feels like an outsider because we're wandering around like thinking we're the only ones that feel like that. But I wonder if anybody actually feels like I could list you off a ream of people of who don't feel outsiders ever. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Like you can see it. You can see it. Some people are bought. And there's no, there's no. I don't any bad will, but some people you watch and you're like, oh shit, they just got that shit down. They're just mm. so like they're so born for that. They just yeah. And it's it's been installed in, at school. They they were sort of like that. They they've literally for about their whole life. It's it's been one wave of just being able to just sort of yeah. merge into a sort of. Yeah. What I would say is, uh, my trousers, you know, I, I had, you have to wear those trousers slightly higher than I'm used yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Made me slightly uncomfortable about taking the jacket off at the dinner, despite it being incredibly hot, because I just felt like I felt out of proportion. You know, I'm used to yeah, my yeah. jeans being, my trousers being quite low. Well, you like a low rise with sort of at least sort of a third of your ass hanging out, don't you? Yeah, you, it's it's either a callback to the last episode, or <laughs> you really have forgotten the shit that you, like this is exactly the same rinse as last time. You're aware of that, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I am. It's a callback. <laughs> it's a sweet callback. Do you, how do you feel in a suit? Did you feel good though? You look, you look like no. I say, you look, mate. You looked no. You look like a villain from sort of like a really cool fucking nineties movie, like Alan Rickman vibes. Yeah, it's very difficult to navigate my way through that compliment, uh, if you can call it that. Uh, you look really good. You look like a 90s villain, sort of Alan Rickman vibe. So what you're saying is I look like uh, the villain in Die Hard. Is that what you're saying? Well, yeah, you had that about you. I thought you looked, mate, I I genuinely, I was sitting on my own watching it. You came on, I was like, my guy. Damn, yeah, did you say that out loud? Yeah, to, uh, to nothing. Mm, Just threw it out into the ether. Yeah, thanks, mate. I felt it, actually. Uh, I mean, I know it, it did go out two hours after we started. I still felt it. <laughs> two hours after? Yeah, yeah. Just did mid, you? just in the last, I thought, God, I suddenly felt a boost of confidence there. And this is you were tucking into your aubergine loin. <laughs> yeah, oh, it was, what was it? It was like a stuffed artichoke, I think it was, for the vegan main. Why do they just stuff um, vegan stuff? Like... I just, I don't get why they stuff it with other, the, the veg, vegetables on there, you should be able to do something well, amazing. I, I, look, whether it tastes good or not, the problem that you've got is people taking the piss out of it. That, that you know, like people have got to think about, it's like when you're naming a kid, you know, you want to try and name, give your kid a name that they're not going to get bullied for. Try and give people vegan dishes they're not going to get bullied for. That would be my request because somebody going, what's your mate? You go stuffed artichoke. The, the root one joke is, so they've got a vegetable and they've stuffed it with some more vegetables. Sounds amazing. And you just go, oh, fucking hell. Well, I have to defend this dish. Even I've got nothing to do like, with it. I didn't even know what it was. Before you were like Jon Snow at that thing, right? You were like, it was your event, your host. So people still, who are you sitting with, by the way, if you don't mind me? Lisa, Rob, Lou. Lisa, Rob, uh, Lou, Flo from Off the Curve. Shout out, Flo. Danny from Off the Curve. Well, I've said Flo from Off the Curve like we've never talked about it before. Anyway, Flo and Danny from Off the Curve. Yeah. And then Chris is the head oh, of Oh, my guy, Chris. Legend of the yeah, game. Yeah. yeah, he was on top four. Sweet, actually. sweet soul. Lost his phone for a little bit, which I was slightly concerned about. I mean, there's nothing worse than sort of... Uh, I had that happen to me at Hip Hop Save My Life night once. I lost my phone then yeah. everybody has to stop and start looking for it. and yeah. even people that are nowhere near it and know they're not going to find it have to sort of you, you've got that social pressure haven't you of, of like what you've also got is when you find phone. your phone in, inevitably you, you've got a story 
Fucking hell, lost my phone, mate. Thought the old leaving was over. No, we had like eight tables looking for it, but yeah, I actually found it in the end. I'd left it on the, yeah. the toilet by uh, the sink. I had a thing at an airport where I went back to, the, I think I've told this story, I went back to security and demand, not demanded, told them I'd lost my passport, which I had done. And then after they all went hunting around for it, discovered it in my bag, uh, which was <laughs> did you not t- ideal. Did you turn uh, to the people when they go. came I over? I, I, wish I, bur- I wish I hadn't burnt that story here. I should have used that on Norton. Uh, uh, it was that good. That's rubbish. <laughs> So I understand you had a little bit of a <laughs> incident when you were flying out recently. Yeah, yeah. God, um, am I going to say this on TV? Um, okay. Uh, um, shower. Oh, fuck you. How do you know about this? Oh, great. How, <laughs> how do you know about this? Was it because the researcher told so, you after Ramesh, the prequel? I believe that there's quite a funny story about you and a passport that went missing. Well, that's the whole story, Graham. But you can not yeah. you, you, you saw down the fun, you saw down the punchline and had to embellish this. So anyway, lost the passport and um, obviously it's for the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> obviously, um, if you've not got your passport, it makes it slightly difficult to fly. Well, we know that rubbish, but get to the punch and punchline because Ryan Reynolds looks like he wants to hit you. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, making the passport was in my bag. Yeah, I heard this. I heard this on the podcast. Um, Yeah. Anyway, um, I've really come over all tired all of a sudden. Can you tell? No, 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 no. Yesterday, yesterday was a nightmarish day for me. We got back fairly late. We didn't stay to the end. Um, What what time did you go to any of the after parties? No, because it's become a thing. The after party now. Yeah, I did not. I realised how low my stock is. When I, I've never get invited to any of the after parties. Even the year I won, I wasn't allowed into any of the after parties. I realised what an outsider I am. Why did you throw one? You need to be the party. Stop trying to get invited. To it would have been to fucking throw one, and no one would have turned up. I would have been there. We no, because you didn't even come that year. No, no. that meant you'd have had to wait around for the, me to turn up after the meal. Yeah, not, having, having not got an invite to the actual Baftas, Wait, Honestly. I one of the I remember standing there with my actual statue on my own in a hotel, and then just seeing on Instagram stories loads of people at after parties, and and I was like, oh, this feels like school again. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I I can't break into that. I'm mean, not that I want to no. necessarily. There's nothing wrong with it. I don't particularly want to break into it, but I'm just never going to be. It's weird, isn't it? Bearing in mind that comedy is for outsiders. To be an outsider. <laughs> in an industry full of outsiders. That is like yeah. inception level. That's inception level loser, isn't it? Yeah. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. Oh, no, no. I, I feel that, yeah. There's, I feel like I, I sometimes look at you either in front of me or just I look by, over my shoulder and see who out of us is really sort of looking to claim that. Out. So, I mean, I think I'm there at the moment. Um, I think, yeah. I, I, I feel like that quite a lot. I actually think it's not a bad feeling sometimes. I think some, yeah. sometimes... I think sometimes to feel like that isn't isn't the worst feeling. Well, that's handy because I feel like that all the time. Um, uh, <laughs> so uh, yesterday, God, I can't even think about what I'm going to say. Yesterday, so anyway, we got back late from the thing. I wouldn't say drunk, tipsy, had a little kind of late night bit of toast. Oh, nice. Uh, went to sleep, woke up in the morning, no water in our area of Crawley at wow. all. Wow. And that's when I realised how I'm one or two kind of comforts away from going for Lord of the Flies because when I got told that, it just felt like the worst. I mean, no running water is a big deal, I suppose, but it's only ever going to be for a few hours. But Did you have uh, any I, bottled I, water in? 
We did have bottled water. They actually set up water stations in Crawley. And then, uh, f- like, I just didn't want to turn up to a water station. No, that's not a good look for you. Well, it's not good. Oh, no, it's not. It's just, you're, I almost felt like it made it real then. Yeah, but you also, I mean? like, you are one of probably the what, top five to ten affluent people within Crawley, I'd imagine. I'd love to hear the others. Go on. Well, I don't know. You're like, I don't know them personally, but I'd say that you're a big hitter in Crawley. Yeah, uh, uh, thanks, mate. You, uh, I'm less of a big hitter than you'd think. Really? Yeah, I'm a small fish in a small pond. <laughs> and also, uh, half the people in this town fucking hate me. I told, I've told you, I've talked about this before. But, yeah, but one reason you know, like they'd hate you even more is if they saw you learn, like leaning about, sort of trying to be cool, going, "Oh, where's this bloody yeah. free water going to come out?" Yeah. Do you know what the, the real wanker move would be to turn up with a, a truck full of water to hand out? Oh, that would be genius. <laughs> that would be genius. Going door to door around your area. <laughs> Hello, Romish Frank and Nathan here. Uh, so we realised that we're running a little bit low on water. Also, I'm running for mayor of Crawley. <laughs> Under my uh, constituency, there'll never be any drat. Drat. <laughs> uh, you really stepped it up with a stank on that impression. <laughs> No, that's, that's your uh, political vibe. Eddie, uh, so anyway, very relaxed day yesterday. I'm going into a lot of detail about what I've done recently. Uh, watched that Jumanji, Jumanji film, the new one, the the latest one with Kevin Hart and all that. Is a rock in it? The rock's in it, yeah. Oh, um, the new, is there a that new is one? A, what, is it number three? There's or? like two of them. It's not that new. Just, I think it's just dropped on Netflix. Just dropped on Netflix. Kill me. Is it? Is it the second one? The second one, yeah. It's, it's, it's like a two years old. Oh God! Yeah, no, you're right. It's like I'm watching. Sorry, it's, it's just, uh, it's, but it was in color though, despite it only coming, despite it coming out two years ago. God, my, I'm such a fucking old fuck, aren't I? So I was watching. <laughs> That's I was the watching, way you were trying to sound. Yeah, really then we tra- followed up. You we tried followed to up. sound so cool when you said it. You're like, oh yeah, just kick back, watch Jumanji, the new one. Well, it's not new, bro. Two years old. What, the newest one? I mean, do you yeah. know what I mean? I'm oh, sorry. Well, I'm so, sorry. Sorry, Edge Lord. Tell me about the new films you've been watching. I watched that and pirate three years ago. It was like a rough thing. There's no special effects. They had people in mocaps doing like the fucking crabs and that. That's how early I get on a movie. Oh, sorry, Mr. Cool. <laughs> Fuck you. Yes, I've seen this new movie the other day. I don't know if you heard about it. Back to the Future. It's three of them. Three of them. I did fuck actually. Off. I did actually. Fuck you. I did actually. They're no, fucking. I did actually watch that the other day again. Back no, it's a banging movie, right? Hola. Hello. This call is being translated. Abuela, listen to what my phone can do. Abuela, escucha lo que mi teléfono puede hacer. Wow. Ahora dime sobre tu novia nueva. Wow. Now tell me about this new girlfriend. Huh? Tú sabes lo que dije. You know what I said. Language is no longer a barrier. Thanks to Live Translate with Galaxy AI on Samsung Galaxy S24 Ultra. Learn more at Samsung.com. Samsung account login required. Calls must be made using the native Samsung dialer. This episode is brought to you by Etsy. Sound the gifting panic alarm. You need to get an amazing gift. Wait, no, the perfect gift. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click Gift Mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. 
Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner or a birthday present for the pickleballer, Gift Mode has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think that moment in Back to the Future where he pulls the top off that fruit cart or the cart thing oh. and turns it into a skateboard and then he's like running away from Biff. I, I just didn't, I couldn't believe how cool that was. I think you know there's I mean? moments like, in that movie. I think that, you know, like that's a 10 minute a movie. Every 10 minutes is a moment. Mm. You go through like, it's one of those 90s films where like, even, you know, we don't need roads at the end. The bit with Doc... Yeah, when it's like, um, they found me. I don't know how, but they found me. That when that that's tune kicks in, you're like, yeah, the punch. Yeah, well, slightly it, politically incorrect that bit with the Libyan terrorists, but um, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I mean, you seem to have picked out the only <laughs> racially dodgy moment of the whole film of the whole trilogy. I'd say. Here he goes, fucking lacing up his boots to give me a good old kick in. <laughs> <laughs> Here it is, polish them off. He made you all fucking pay for that Jumanji uh, remark, my friend. <laughs> I'm going to store that, yeah. and you're going to oh. you're going to you're going to feel the fire of my wrath later on in the podcast. Look, a fly is coming to my spider's web. Um, <laughs> that um, that Back to the Future. Did you watch that um, movies that made us on Netflix? No, I haven't seen that one. I won't say it's new because it came out like a year ago or something like that. But um, it's like it's like films from our childhood they yeah, just talk yeah. about how they've seen the to toys well. it's good yeah so the back to the future one the the heartbreaking thing about that is that somebody else was cast as marty mcfly who was it? Who and was actually it? who was it oh god what was his name oh, god i can't remember but he some something schultz i think maybe or something what's going on there uh, i've got a little baby who's come in yeah, you all right you okay daddy's doing his podcast <laughs> Let me do the podcast. Go grander for a minute. Oh, there we go. <laughs> oh, bless her. Um, um, it was Eric Stoltz. Oh, wow. So Eric Stoltz was in the movie for two weeks. Oh, And gosh. they filmed, they shot, I think they shot the bit, you know, when he first arrives in 1955, yeah, yeah, he walks yeah. across the square. I think you can watch it on YouTube. But basically, he played it with the horror that you would experience if you woke up, if you suddenly ended up in 1955. You know, he didn't play it as a comedy. He played it real. And it was a really effective performance. But two, you know, imagine that, right? Two weeks into a film. I'm not even going to lie to you. I feel sick. I know. I just can't. Because like you and I, like the number of times I've been involved in TV pilots where everybody's like celebrating, they're getting the champagne out at the end of the thing, and then it never gets commissioned, right? That's happened so many times. Yeah, I mean, like, I've, I've, people mate, have... I've been in shows and then gone and then turned up and a film and turned up to the premiere only to realise that my part has been substantially... I mean, look, if I'm going to be completely honest, like, 
I, I, everything I ever, even things I've written, yeah. I, I'm constantly I mean, waiting. I would say we're, tell, we're telling slightly different stories, Tom. I'm talking about uh, a pilot that's failed. You're talking about going to a movie premiere and your part is smaller than you anticipated. Mate, so, no, you, when yeah. I say it's smaller, Rom, Rom, I'm saying I had about nine to ten pages of dialogue that have just resulted in going down to one and a half and not actually any dialogue left. Oh, I had that in, uh, uh, there's a film called Miss You Already uh, with Drew Barrymore. Oh, wow. You didn't uh, even say you're in that. Well, I'm glad you asked that question, uh, Tom, because there's a scene in it where they go to a charity auction and I'm the compare of the charity auction. And they just said, Rom, just riff, just like riff and do some stuff. And I was doing it and... I felt really good. People were laughing. Drew was like, you know, it was really good times. Came off everybody buzzing about it. Anyway, they cut all of my lines completely. And now, if you watch that film, uh, you see me sort of hovering in the background uh, of one of the bits of dialogue. And so when that film came out, first, they, they were kind enough to send me a message about it, actually, which is above and beyond what they'd normally do. But they just said, look, you know, the, what you'd expect them to say. We pushed for time and so we had to lose your bit. Um, um, but every now and again, I get a message from somebody saying, are you an extra in this <laughs> already? I can I could just about up this, right? Um, right. Early on in my, very early on in the infamous, uh, infancy of my career, I get a yeah. call from my agent at the time. And she's like, um, I might have a part for you in a sitcom, right? Right. And I was like, wow, like I'd been doing stand-up for a couple of years and I was like, fuck, this sounds, yeah, amazing. And she was like, have you watched Cuckoo before? And I was like, yeah, Greg Davis, um, mm. uh, the kid from, uh, the werewolf kid from uh, whatever it's called was in it. Uh, what's a fucking film about werewolves and vampires and all that shit back in the day? Yeah, uh, Tom, uh, oh God, he's from Twilight. Yeah. Twilight, yeah, Tyler, is yeah. or something like that. Um, I don't know. Helen Black's that, like, fucking good, you know, Anyhow, she's like, I'm, I'm just getting information about it. They just need to know, are you around for a day, maybe two's filming? I'm like, fucking hell, two days filming, potentially. That's fucking incredible. Yeah. Yes, of course I am. So she's like, right, I'm just waiting for information about the part. I literally, at that point, have never really done any TV work. I'm like, fucking mm. popping champagne. I'm fucking, like, calling my pals. Like, man, I'm, I'm about to, I've got a role in a fucking sitcom, right? I get a call back. I'm like, and she wasn't quite as sort of like, cheery as she had been she said information mm. has come um uh about the role it's not as big as we thought it was but you, you know you're still you know you're still needed if you're up for it and i was like cool what's the part and she said well greg davis is filming um cuckoo but he's also filming in between us i think it was i think it was in between us at the same time now they shot greg out of this scene but they oh, need no. someone of a similar size that they can film no, over no, the shoulder from no so basically um someone saw you <laughs> a gig and you're the same sort of stature as Greg. So would you be able to film over the shoulders? Uh, can they, basically, you'll be playing good with his shoulders. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, it, will I be doing any of Greg's lines? You would, oh, no, no, you'll be, you'll have a script, you'll be reading out Greg's lines. But obviously, they've done, you won't, you know. Be, so I was like, okay, cool, sweet. And I think at that time, I might, I might have just done some little bits, but anyhow, I, I sort of was a, what I think was a proper performer. I turned up and for the whole day or two, I think it was there for two days in the end, I was just known as Greg's shoulder guy. To oh, like, okay. you know, even like um, Helen Blacksendale was like, yeah. <laughs> just me turning around going, um, oh, Greg's shoulder guy, can you just um, turn around and when you're, um, 
when you're just like Greg would just say that line like this and and the director and the sort of DOP were like um Greg shoulder guy um can you just sort of open up your right shoulder just a little bit um and then the other guy was like the American guy was um uh okay uh Greg shoulder guy uh, Taylor Taylor is it Taylor, Taylor Lautner. Lautner yeah 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 and then you know that thing and it's really mucky to do when you're in a situation like that you should just drink your medicine and you are just Greg shoulder guy yeah but, take your medicine yeah yeah, take your medicine, drink it, whatever. I mean, if you have medicine, you'll be drinking it, I, I'd imagine. Yeah, no, I know, but it's just drinking suggests that you sort of, you know, I don't want to encourage kind of... Well, cowpole. People to, uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, just knocking it back like a... Um, so he... I then basically got to a place where my ego was getting absolutely pulverised mm. that no one even bothered no, get, getting to know my name. I was just known as Greg Shoulder Guy. So then I sort of tried to put a bit of stank on some of the lines, tried to be funny... Um, got told off twice for, for overplaying Greg's lines. Um, and then uh, I sort of started telling people that I was also an actor. Oh, no. And a stand-up. Um, and Taylor Norton said probably the, um, probably like one of the most humbling things. Um, I was like, yeah, he's like, do you do anything else apart from like do um, like sort of the double work for Greg? And I was like, I'm not. Greg's standing on everything that Greg does. I was like, uh, I was like, no, no. I said, I'm actually like a stand up and an actor as well. And he went, I gotta say, bro, seriously, you're great at like doing the whole shoulder thing. And I was like, what? And he was like, you're really good at like, you know, conveying that energy that Greg has. You're so good at that. It's you know, it's so hard to get. He was trying to basically pick up a role that. I might walk out. I mean, it's there. a nice thing. It's a nice thing of him to do. It was sweet, but it was like he was thinking in my head. I'd go to my agent, and go, uh, get on the phone to Steve Merchant, Richard Osman, uh, even some of the big American wrestlers. Say if they don't ever want to do sort of like other people's singles, I'm more. I, I feel like I've got this. It was honestly yeah. one of the worst. I mean, I'd say two people on set knew my name that day. Mm. I mean, I, I I've had a few things. Like I've had a thing where I was supposed to be in Uncle. Yeah. Um, Nick Helm put me up for this audition and he said the part's like absolutely nailed on for you. Turned up to the audition, managed to deselect myself for the part. Um, then there was another time when there was this Disney Plus thing where uh, a director specifically was a fan, uh, got me into the audition, managed to deselect myself for that part. Uh, and then the worst one actually involved you. I don't know, one of the worst ones involved you. I don't know if you remember this. I don't know if we've talked about this before, but we did. Do you know what I'm about to talk about? We did. Uh, we did a, a run through of a panel yeah. show. Yeah. Involve me. I was very, a very small cog in that yeah, wheel. You were, yeah, sure. Actually, you by the way, it, quite a nice little moment just to sort of before you sort of, you know, really, because I know this story, it's quite a sad one. Um, <clears> it was the first time I met Flo, I think, on that show. So, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah it was, uh, <laughs> I remember her coming up and saying, oh, you smashed that, mate. Oh, well, yeah, well, yeah. Nice thing to say. Yeah, she didn't say that to me, and rightly so. Uh, but we, um, so it was my first go at hosting. I'd never hosted anything before. And uh, so I was hosting this thing. It was like quite a high concept kind of. It was, so, show, it was it? insanely high concept. Yeah. I don't know what it you were thinking insane. when you came up. Did you come up with it? or I, d I didn't come up oh, with yeah. it, no. But anyway, so we did the run through. And uh, it went really well. Everybody was like celebrating. We're talking about taking it to a pilot, getting the money for the pilot. And uh, can I just say, just, then... just my recollection of it was, it was one of those things. And at the time, I, I was, I just think that a pilot of murder is successful. And I remember doing that, and people being like, "It's going to be all improvised. It's just go with the improv improvisation of the piece." And then 
you start fucking about with improvisation and then someone comes over and goes, actually, we're just going to do scripted because it's just... And you're like... I know. Yeah, that, that, that happens so much. Mate, it's man. The, yeah. so many people who want control and you realise yeah. that actually to get something improvised and fun, you need to relinquish some of this ego of your own and just let the fucking people try and do it. I've done so many shows. Yeah, I mean, you and I you and I see this all the time where like they say, do what you want and then you do what you want and then they go, can you just stick to the... I mean, that, that's... That they it's almost worse than them just going, We're just gonna do the script. Yeah, I'd sooner just go, this is a scripted show, we've written the script, rather than just going, Oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be the amount of times I've been called into saying they go, it's gonna be fucking insane bedlam. And then you get there and it's like, Oh, actually we don't really want the bedlam, so we're just gonna do quite a sort of like yeah. the way I remember that, by the way, you but I thought you were brilliant at that. Well, that's very kind of you to say. Uh so we we I hosted the pilot, you were in it. Uh, Jamie Dimitri was in it. I think Russell Kane and Sarah Pascoe were guests on it uh, for the run through. And uh, it's the first time doing it. So, you know, I've got I've got no idea how good old. You, you, a lot of the time you think it's like when I watch old stand up, even like when I watch my live at the Apollos, I just think, fucking what are you doing? But anyway, I thought it was fine. Uh, didn't hear anything ab- about it afterwards. Uh, it was actually a text from you uh, that alerted me to the fact there might be a problem when you said, oh, great news about that run through. Um, see you at the pilot, something along along those lines. Now, I'd heard nothing about That's it. That's savage, by the way, that no one phoned you and told you. Yeah, so I'd heard nothing about it. So I um, I then contacted, I won't say who, but I contacted somebody from the production company and I said, oh, just uh, wondering what's going on. It was then that I was told <laughs> that the channel had really enjoyed the run-through and were taking everybody involved through to the pilot stage, with one exception. <laughs> I mean, that is... I mean, I can't even explain to you what the feelings are. That's, I mean, it's insane. Can you I just, just say, like, by the way, and I think... And I know Jamie Dimitri listens to this podcast, and I think he, he'd wholeheartedly agree. The pilot was maybe one of the the biggest showers of shit that I don't... Like, like it was so fucking... Like, they... This is right, so... Me and Ellie um, had to do a, um, <laughs> a scene together where she played my daughter and I was playing um, <laughs> I was playing like a dad dressed as Hulk Hogan and she was dressed as Macho Man. And it basically culminated in me having David Tennant in a headlock and Ellie kicking him in the bum, from what I remember. And it was just sort of, <sighs> it was, I know we were playing brother and sister. It was, honestly, it was just contextually, there was, it was like even thinking about it, I'm wincing. Like mm. it was just one of those well, shows. Well, I wish I had so- I wish I had something to wince about because <laughs> while you were doing that, I was at home, you know, looking for work. So uh, yeah, yeah, because it's you literally just got off the fucking back of hosting the Baftas. So yeah, it's a really sad end to that story. <laughs> you you didn't have to do a really indignified oh, before. God, it was so horrible. Should we do some emails? Yeah, boy, let's do it. Okay, this is from the horse. Wow. Uh, the horse says, Borida. Oh, Borida is good morning. Nostad is good night. Did you ever do that? No. When you went to Wales on a school trip? That was the old. No, I never went to Wales on a school trip. Oh, mate, that was my one of my favourite. Um, it's one of my favourite ever sort of, sort of uh, memories we went to Wales Can on a school trip. It? Let's hear it again. Borida is good morning. Nostad is good night. And then you, it goes on. Your voice actually sounded quite nice. I hope you feel all right. Nostar is good morning. Nostar is good night. Yeah, yeah, that was nice. Nostar is good morning. Nostar is tonight. 
Good night. What a dad is good morning. Let me see if I can get the rest of those lyrics. I used to be in the choir at school. Do you know? Did you really? Yeah. We did Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. I close my eyes. I close my eyes. Roll back the curtain. Actually, can I just say... um, Certain. What I thought Can I just say something? I think I can mention this now. Far, far away. Far, far away. Anyway, go on. What? If anyone wants to... If everyone sort of thinks... That that was beautifully sounding. I I think you know um, uh, Mo show. Are you okay, mate. What's yeah, sorry. What's no, I'm just looking now? for the um. Oh, I can't find it. I wanted the rest of that song, but I can't find. It. Uh, so I did Mo's latest show on, uh, for Friday. That comes out this Friday. Right. When did you tape it? Last week. Can I just say right? right. When we talk about anxiety, uh, I was doing nursery rhymes. The anxiety I had on the lead up to nursery rhymes, I felt I haven't felt that level of absolute fear and anxiety. I have no rhythm. I have no. I'm, just, I'm certainly unable to to rap, and I was, it's one of my favourite sorts of music, as you all know. Um, on the run up, the anxiety I felt, the cold sweat of having to like get that over. It felt like you know, like uh, having to do like uh, any sort of performance when you're at school. It was absolutely sort of like spirit crushing. I think it's, and shout out Mo, by the way, and everyone else on the show who were very sweet mm. about how bad it was. I will say this now, I, and I, I know it's going to come out. I know they're going to put a snippet of it out. It is the worst. I'd arguably say, I wouldn't even go as far. I'd, I think there's no, there's, it's definitely the worst nursery crimes ever. I'd arguably say it's the worst ever piece of music shown on British television. It's wow. so bad. I'd say even like Wagner or someone like Ryland, Jedward, who've all given music a bit of a kick in, can sort of sleep quietly in their beds when this is aired. It's so awful. I've um, literally had uh, uh, it's funny though, right? fear. Yeah, it's, it's hilarious because it's a massive idiot looking like he's never... If you watch this clip, Ramesh, and I love you dearly and I know the feeling's mutual... If anyone ever turned you went, oh, uh, I saw Tom Davis doing Nursery Grimes. It's weird that he didn't know what music even was. I genuinely say it, there's a feeling on it when you watch it. I'd not even ever heard the song before, which is one of my favourite songs, but never heard music, rhythm or anything before. Mm. It's so bad. I, yeah, but I mean, I th- I'm sure it'd be funny, wouldn't it? I mean, that's the thing. Well, I'm going to lock myself away. On no, nobody's going, uh, nobody's going, I want this to be really, really like uh, slick. Nobody yeah, but I mean, yeah. Uh, but can I say the two people before me were incredible? Right. I can't. I don't think I can say who they are, but they were both amazing. And, and like, yeah, it was just that. I yeah. imagine that you'll be the star of that piece, mate. I well, very. That's very sweet of you to say. I know that. Mm-hmm. I think we both know on Friday. I will text you. And yeah, I look forward yeah, to it. Yeah, it will be. But anyhow, anywho. Um, sorry, this is all spun from Borodar, which I'm sure. Yeah. So there's a bigger Borodar. Boreda to the wolf, Al Swan, cat, and assorted menagerie from sunny Cardiff. Oh, God, um, I was recently at a recording of Mo Gilligan's latest show. <laughs> <laughs> You're a cheeky rascal. Oh, I'm such a rascal. A friend of mine has a theory wanted to put out there for discussion on the pod. I'll preface this by saying my friend and I, once again, thanks to the Swan below for choosing these. 
I'll preface by saying my friend and I are both women and both feminists that this theory isn't supposed to be offensive. It's one of those things that once you've heard it, you'll start seeing everywhere. Hmm. I'm not sure how openly we, you and I can comment on this, but okay. The theory is that all women resemble either a pig, a rat, or a horse. Pigs, <laughs> Pigs generally have rounder faces, while rats have small features and horses longer faces. This theory strangely only applies to women, but hasn't let us down yet. Although calling a woman a pig, rat, or horse might sound not great, it doesn't mean that person is unattractive. It's just the fact of life that we all look like one or the other. I've attached some photos of famous women for the wolf and I to take a look at and decide if they're pigs, rats, or horses. If they're feeling brave, they can even let us know where they think the swan and cat lie on the scale. Uh, all our love to you, sweet, sweet souls. So, um, well, I'm just going to go out there and, and uh, straight away say, uh, I love my wife dearly, and there's no way I'm going on a podcast. I, I don't think she looks like any of the three, yeah. And I'd, I'd thoroughly encourage you to say that Lisa doesn't either because I can't, yeah. Sit, yeah. No, yeah. absolutely right. I, I, I do I, want to say a lot. I, I do want to say, regards to Lisa, you know, it's not, I don't feel comfortable talking about it. I love that little horse, <laughs> and I love as well, by the yeah. way, you are. You're very much the. You're so politically charged. You, I saw your brain there. I literally could see you going. The horse is the least confrontational thing that I can say. Oh, well, that's true. But out what I would say is, she is the. Ho- I would say Lisa's a horse out of the three of them. Pig, rat, or horse? She's sort of. Of course, you're going to say that. Who's ever going to turn around and go? Oh, I have a very rattish wife. Or, well, I mean, oh, I would say like she's, got, she's got. Listen, she's got a rattish quality. There's no doubt about that. But if I'm choosing. Why not? I, think, I think Lisa's got a very Swanish quality. She's yeah, very elegant. So, uh, I, I don't know. I, 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 I don't personally, I, 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 I don't, look, you know, it's a very interesting way of looking at things. I personally don't I, think, I wonder why Lisa chose an email that would end our careers. It's a weird move, isn't I, it? Um, I certainly don't think it's true. I, I, and I'm not just saying that for effect. I can think of... I can think I, I can think of a new number of women who haven't got any of those qualities, and you know, including both our wives. I wouldn't look at either of them and go, mm. oh, "You look like a horse, a pig, or a rat." Mm. I, I, I'm sure it's a fun game if you've had a few drinks, and if you I'm look, sure it's, a, it's a fun game if you're a, a, a woman and not discussing it on a podcast. Yeah, I also think it's one of those things that if you look hard enough, you can see you can make anything look like something else. Just off the back of this, have you ever? Um, I. I had a few drinks at the BAFTAs. Yeah. And I went to the toilets and I looked in the mirror. And my face looked so different to what I thought it looked like. You know, sometimes when you think I, you look different in an outfit. I mean, my face looked different to what I thought. What, better or worse? Worse. Obviously worse. <laughs> um, it just sort of looked like it was hanging off my skull a little bit. I, I, I would say in that moment. Hanging off your skull? Yeah, it just sort of looked like it had been attached. That would be the lighting. Maybe. That's, I mean, the it, lighting is very yeah. unforgiving in a lot of those sort of like high-ranking yeah, toilets. Yeah, well, when you say that, when people say that, what they mean is it's well lit. No, it's when not you say well lit. It's not well lit. The, yeah, but there's lots of lights. Do you know what I mean? So, so there's lots of lights. Yeah, but, that is what you look like. Yeah, but no, no. Do you know what not, I mean? It's not, it, throwing a load of lights and stuff because the actual, the different sort like you, you'll walk around and there's like light-wise, you'll never have that many lights on you. So you're overlit. Uh, do you know what? You actually made a lot of sense there. That was like the most sort of authoritative I've heard you sound in a, like a long because time. Because I mean it more than I've said anything else that mm. I've said on this podcast. Uh, you know Mariah Carey has like a lighting assistant with her at all times. What, so they go to the toilets before she does? 
No, no, not like that. But like they'll like go round with her with like a little uplighter or whatever, so that if she ever gets like caught with, if somebody takes a photo of her, she's sort of decently lit. That's a hell of a like. Imagine if you were like ele- like electrician school with someone. It's like, oh, what are you doing now? Oh yeah, I work for this company. I'm just doing. I'm a spark. Da da da. What are you doing, Luke? Oh yeah, I actually work for Mara Gary. I'm just a lighting assistant. Yeah. I want. I imagine that if I had a lighting assistant, they'd be walking around with a t-shirt that says, "I'm not a fucking magician." On it. <laughs> I wonder if he does like, or they do, because this is bad. I wonder if they do all of her house as well, so it's perfectly lit. Whatever room you go yeah, in. Maybe. Is, yeah, maybe. Just like every time you pass a mirror, a mirror or something, you just go. Oh, I that think that's something. worse. I think you should have mirrors that make you look worse. Actually, it's when you look in another mirror when you're out, you go, "Oh shit, actually, I don't look that bad." Do, do you know, like, one, one of the things I noticed is at the BAFTAs, loads of people are taking selfies and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all I of didn't them were, like, posi- <laughs> they they position themselves by lights, like lights, or they, they were ring lights. Mate, or it's whatever. insane, people. I never, th- I never think about it. But people and, are amazing. Then I wonder why my photos look so much shitter than everybody else's. <laughs> it's partly because of how I look. But it's also <laughs> because people are, like, they're thinking about the lighting. I don't yes. ever, do you ever think about the lighting? <laughs> no, because, no, I mean, no. It's so mad. No, no, no. But I, I, some people fucking bang out some incredible. There's some incredible pictures taken there that have been taken on an iPhone that look amazing. Yeah, and and some people, a few people that have asked for photos with me, not <laughs> just generally, have got ring lights on the back of their phone. What? Yeah, like the case has got a ring light on it, so you just turn Are you for joking? the selfie. And it's like you're automatically lit. Yeah, wow. I'm thinking about getting one. No, don't be that guy. Why? Don't be that guy. What? what do you mean? I'd be well lit in every photo. It's like having yeah. your own lighting assistant on your phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't know, man. That doesn't feel like you. Just if you, if you saw me put my phone down on the table and there's a ring light on it. Oh, yeah, just give you, me you, old, you, just give me a ring light. I've got a pack for my ring light. Give me a ring. <laughs> the ring light sounds so fucking grim as well, doesn't it? I know. What can you see, Doctor? Give me a ring light on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> seems to be a pebble up here. Might as well do a selfie while we're here. Um, well, thank you so much for your email. Uh, I'm sorry that we couldn't comment as I wanted of a style to you. Yeah, it's an interesting theory. At Sephora, we know how you love to use makeup, skincare, hair care, and fragrances that work for you, but also how important it is to be in the know about the ingredients that are in them, which is why we created Clean at Sephora. Curated products from brands like Merit, Amica, Summer Fridays, and Fleur that have everything you want, minus certain ingredients you might not. Clean at Sephora is only at Sephora. Shop now at Sephora.com. Uh, okay, this is from uh, Andy the Grump. Okay. Gentlemen, you're a delight. Let's keep it brief. You can change six inches of your body permanently. can be one thing or six or anything in between. What would it be? Much love, the grumpy bear. Six inches of your body you can change. You can change six inches of your body permanently. It can be one thing or any or six of anything. It can be one thing or six or anything in between. What would it be? You know what? I, th- I think a lot... <sighs> It's just, it's just with just six inches. It's difficult because I look at my muffin top. I think that would be something I'd like to get rid of. I'd like to put on a bit of trousers, like a pair of trousers, like and not have fucking excess flesh hanging over the top of them, like a fucking do you know, undone shirt. Do you know? Yeah, you know the the number of times I've been wearing a t-shirt that I thought fit fitted me <laughs> properly, 
And then you see a photo and you go, oh, God, that's bulging out at the sides there. I wonder if that's um, actual flesh or just the way the T-shirt hangs. And then I'll be in that T-shirt and then I'll poke my finger at the bit that I think looks horrendous. And it is body. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I mean, but then that's that, you know, sadly, that's more than six inches. I mean, I could, I'll probably lose an inch front back, front and side and either side. So mm. three inches gone. Um, yeah. oh man, I mean, it's, the trouble is I'm quite a big guy. So I'd put, I'd put potentially maybe take two inches off my height. Really? Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah, really? Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Do you know how much I'm banging my head at the moment? I don't know if I'm getting older mm. or just I can't. Oh, so this is not because of people like making shitty jokes and no, no. I mean, no, I mean that's a part of it, but I just uh, I, it's getting so tiresome to have to fucking duck under every door and fucking navigate your way around someone's house without smashing a fucking light bulb or a fucking expensive light fitting. Went yeah. to a natural, national trust place once, and it's fucking the whole place was just sort of like had these low hanging chandeliers, and they're not even low hanging for a normal person. They're fine, but for me, I'm literally. I literally was walking around. It's like I'm upside down. I'm fucking. What are those things that you get in rivers? The vine things, reeds. Yeah, vines. Like reeds. Oh, the reeds. Like, like, yeah, just like stroking my head as I walk round. Um, how the woman tall kept actually on saying, are you? Oh, oh, no one's ever touched a chandelier with their head before. Mm. Um, six seven. So I'll probably... six seven. So does that does that fit? So does that? Sorry to like. I mean, does this? Are you within normal height? What I mean is... Are you a freak? Are you saying... is the No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying, is the world not designed for you? No, I'm asking. No, no, no. Do you know Peter Crouch is house... And the shout out Crouchy. I love Crouchy. Mm. Um, How tall is Crouchy? He's six... I think he's six, seven and a half. He's a little bit taller than me. But Crouchy right. has had his whole house, like, foot, that sweet footballer money. Obviously, he's on big podcast though as well. Mm. Uh, pundit money. Yeah. Crouchy's whole... All his doorways and all his house is made for him. So it's he doesn't have to duck for any in, in, in his house, which I, I sort of think is amazing. But also, it, it probably give you a little bit of you'd be a bit too chill. I've constantly got to be aware. I'm, I'm like a, I'm like you know like in a superhero movie where you yeah. get like a fucking bodyguard to sort of like the penguin or fucking the Joker, who's constantly waiting for Batman to sort of smash through and give him a kick in. That's mm. what I'm like walking around any fuck or any house or any building. Mm. I'm constantly waiting to hit my head on something. I'm, I'm on high alert. Where's Peter and Crouch? Six five, six five would take you out of that, wouldn't it? Eight six five. I mean, I might even just use three inches off, so I'm not ducking anywhere. Because yeah. I come to what are you? How tall are you? Six foot dead on. Are you? I thought you were taller than that. Yeah. No. Wow, man. Uh, yeah, no, I definitely. I'm gonna come. So I'm gonna take an inch off of it, like the, the tire that goes around my stomach. So that's three, mm. and I'll take three inches off my height. So I'll come down to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I do similar. I, I went when I did Asian provocateur. The travel show in Sri Lanka. Um, I went and spent time with a, uh, a a village tribe who are sort of indigenous in Sri Lanka and have been living the same way of life for thousands and thousands of years. And they made me a grass skirt, which is what they wear when they're um, uh, well, that's just what they wear. And uh, I thought, well, you started laughing immediately. Just because I don't know what's coming, but it's, I haven't even heard the story before. But it just so they, they so they, so they, they went to uh, make me a grass skirt, and as they sort of put it around my body, they said they hadn't encountered a, a waist kind of hip discrepancy like mine. Now, bearing in mind, like, like that was, they just went, it, 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 like they just sort of said. We've never seen this before where like you're 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 sort of 
your butt area is so small, but that just above that, there's such a prolific sort of shelf. So I've never encountered that before. And I thought to myself, this is a tribe that have been making grass skirts generation after generation for thousands of years, and they've not encountered my body type. That was, that was a low point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, a high point in a way, because they'll talk about you for generations to come. If you have to put yes, a little Polaroid, Polaroid picture of you in the skirt, I'd imagine that's mm. something like they all, they'll regale all stories of this you know, amazing guy who turned up. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, or they've forgotten about me even now and thought the program was quite exploitative and I'm not welcome back. One of those two options. Um, but I think I think I do quite similar, but the opposite to you. So I'd lose some inches, probably lose four inches of kind of circumference around the yeah. my gut and sort of sides, and then I'd probably with the final two inches, I'd make myself six two. Oh wow! So we'd be like two inches away from each other almost. Yeah. We've well, been close to We could share clothes. I wonder, how that would, I wonder how that would affect our friendship. I think it would make it even tighter. I think as well we yeah. could share clothes. Yeah, we could do, yeah. 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 I, there's quite a lot of your things, your clothes, that I almost immediately want to buy when I see you. Ditto, wearing, ditto. Wearing oh, man. I'd be able to wear that suit that you wore. Well, I wouldn't be able to because yeah. it'd be too small still, but yeah. 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 But, well, um, but you inspired the shoes, mate. The shoes are down to you because you told me not to wear. Although a couple of people wearing trainers with suits. In fact, Boyd Hilton. Boyd Hilton always uh, looks good, man. Boyd's yeah, he, was, very he cool does look. always look good. Yeah. He was wearing a suit with trainers, and then he said, you don't like this, do you? And I said, I do like that, Boyd. Um, I think you find it's my fascist uh, colleague, Tom Davis, that has a problem with suits I was going to say, no, but Boyd rocks that vibe very, very nicely. Yeah, he does. Boyd, he Boyd's, does rock that vibe. Uh, I've got to say, I've known Boyd for a number of years. Always, always back. Boyd's got some of the best tracksuit tops I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, he's always drippy. Yeah. Boyd's always drippy. Oh, I'd say, um, actually, arguably, it's a big statement. Never seen him in the same pair of trainers twice. Always got a no, banging I've pair of nights. Yeah, and I've met him twice. So <laughs> that, You've met him more than twice. You cheeky rascal. That's as cheeky as you've ever been. I actually, the, the, you became, you went from being our mister to, uh, <laughs> I've only met him twice. <laughs> oh. I've only uh, met him twice. Okay. Oh. Uh, why do I keep making that noise? <laughs> oh. I've only met him twice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, let's do one more. Uh, dear Wolf and Owl, I've been listening to the pod from the start and recently when little things go wrong, spilling a drink, dropping my phone, I find myself putting on the nerdy owl voice and saying his catchphrase, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> oh, that's made me happier than anything. I just wondered if either of you have ever adopted any well-known catchphrase. Oh, I'm really... I just wondered if any of you... Uh, sorry, let me do that. You sound very grand just wonder... now. Yeah, that's what I'm... I just wondered if either of you have ever adopted any well-known catchphrases from popular culture and use them in your everyday lives. Um, thanks for the pod, the irritating iguana. Iguana. Imita no, sorry, I've done that totally wrong. The imitating iguana. Right. I'm really out of sorts today. Um, um, I think... Uh, well, we know that you stole melts, don't we, from Jamie Redknapp. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jamie, shout out, Jamie. Um, you know, the worst version of this that I've ever done. So, um, a number of years ago... Uh, I was at like um, they do a thing called the BAFTA breakthrough, where you get mm. like uh, they pick up people that are sort of yeah. yeah. You, you you did you win this? Yeah, yeah. Or you so were picked? You were I was one of the, one of the BAFTA breakthroughs. Anyhow, like so, it was my first ever red carpet thing that I'd ever really been to, um, mm. and there's sort of quite a lot of 
Hollywood no, 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 film stars and stuff. And one of the things, and I'm queuing up. I mean, it was with Greg, Greg James, from what I remember. And we're queuing up. Uh, this is well, but this is a long time ago. So me and Greg are sort of new in the industry, anyhow. And in front of us um, is Rosamund Pike, and mm. she's doing all these pictures and chatting to sort of like journalists on the red carpet and people. And I've never met Rosamund Pike, and subsequently never met her since. But um, I thought I thought it'd be funny to sort of like break the ice. This is this is the difference between me and you. You are brilliant in these because we both have the same anxiety, right? The way mm-hmm. sometimes I deal with it is being overly chatty and showing off instead of just being yeah. quiet some, and... some would say some would say that you're totally comfortable and you pretend to be anxious because you think it's cool but anyway, <laughs> no, go on. No, it's certainly not that so i shout out don't tell him your name pike uh, <laughs> and she oh turned God, around and said no you didn't Pardon? and i went don't tell him your name pike and sort of smiled at her and she just went they know my name they know they know who i am i'm rosamund pike i went no no but that, you know, don't tell them your name, Pike. And she went, what are you talking about? They, they know who I am. I'm Ros- their interviewer. I said, no, it's from, because in Dad's Army, when um, Captain Mannering turned around to Pike, and she what are you talking about? I was like, Dad's Army. Don't tell them your name, Pike. And she was like, she stared at me, like, genuinely, I was the oh biggest bit of dung ever on a red carpet. <laughs> and she was like, do, do you know, who are, who are you? I said, I'm one of the breakthrough people. I'm one of, I've, got a breakthrough thing so and she was like right okay yeah all right okay yeah but they know who i am they know who i am and then she sort of like answered some of your raw questions and she walked off chatting to some people next to her and all of them looked back at me with absolute contempt we then had to go into a hole did, did somebody from bafta come over and go we've had a little chat and you're probably not ready to <laughs> no, break no. through actually it's to be nice. fair the people at bafta found this hilarious we then went into a little holding room like where everyone was waiting to sort of go down and be announced as a breakthrough and rosamund pike went round to every other um, <laughs> breakthrough act to shake their hand and then sort of stared at me. like. And I don't even blame Rosamund Pike, by the way. Like, No, uh, no. listen, I don't I, think anybody I'm, is. I'm, I'm, no, 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 I'm not is. like, you know, it was the most awkward thing. She just looked at me with utter contempt. Like, you know, I think she to this, she probably thought I was being rude. I thought it was breaking the ice and being funny. Mm. And this is mm. that's what I'm saying about anxiety. That ins- I should yeah. have just been new. I should have been quiet. I felt very anxious and I thought oh, you know what, I'll, I'll be quite loud and I should be gregarious and sort of say something and everyone, she'll laugh and she'll say, oh, <laughs> that's Harvey, <laughs> Captain Mannering. Oh, bless you. And then that'll be it. Yeah. But yeah, It's yeah. actually quite sweet what you did. I mean, it, like, I, I totally understand why she reacted the way she did. I'm sorry, why? She's probably dealing with her own securities. Yeah, 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 of course she is. Like, own insecurities and then somebody just rocks, somebody she doesn't know rocks up and says, don't tell him your name, Pike. <laughs> Out of nowhere. She's got no idea who you are. Not, not at all. Although no, she was on the no. judging panel allegedly for that uh, breakthrough yeah, that yeah, year, so she gives you, an yeah. idea, it gives you an idea of how rigorous that process. I, is. What I should have done is walked over and gone, "Oh, yo, how, how, hey, Rosamund, I thought Gone Girl," which is what everyone else did. Everyone else talked about yeah. her career, said how amazing. Yeah, she people, was. you can do that. You can just have a straight, normal conversation. Oh yeah, yeah. And the, but, but that's what, what you tried to do is you you did what we talk about, which is like when people recognise somebody and they try and say something that they think nobody else has ever said. Yeah, no, yeah. Now so I realise how bad yeah. what fraudulent yeah. slip that was. Like, now I know how to deal with anxiety a little bit more. What mm. I'm saying about it is at that time, I thought the way of dealing with it is be like completely battling it and it will make yeah. everyone We're, more relaxed if I just, yeah. if I shout. It's, actually, it's very sweet. It's very sweet. Whereas now we know that if you bumped, if that happened now, the Tom Davidson knows what he knows now about anxiety. Rosamund Pike would be telling a story about the first time that she ever just encountered somebody who was sobbing uncontrollably on the red carpet. 
I, I, I have it where, like, it, it happens every now and again where somebody you really admire messages you on Instagram to say they like something you did. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. it happens every now and again. I don't know that much, yeah. I don't get it like that, but... Well, it doesn't happen to me that much, but it happens, you know, it's happened to hand. Enough for you to mention it, sir. Anyway, when that happens, I always regret my, re I always yeah, regret my reply. I always, always, I almost think it's better to not reply at all, but then I think that's rude. Yeah, of course. So you no, sort no, of, no. But you do reply and you want them to know, often it's somebody you're a fan of. You make like a zany joke or anything? Or? Oh, God, yeah. What's the worst version? What's the worst one? One of the worst things, the thing that I always regret doing is I, I quote something from a film they've done or something like that or go, this was like, was this hit me mad. And you, what, you, so, whoa, 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 whoa. You say so, this hit something me mad. Like I'm, parap I'm, I'm paraphrasing. No, no, but, something yeah, like yeah, okay. Right. It'd be something like that. And then they don't reply and you think this is actually, I'm now, I'm now in a worse position than if I'd never had any contact with this person. <laughs> I have certain people that you talk to who I've known for a little while now who, when I converse with them, I never want to be the last person to say something <laughs> on a message. It's so fucking soul-destroying. It's like... That I know that feeling, though, because you sort of go, for some reason, if you're the last person, that means they've gone. In your head, it's not just they've gone, oh, that conversation's finished. They've gone, mm, I don't want to talk to that guy anymore. Like, that, that's that's how you with, read with it. mates that's how like I you read. right or readers or whoever right your your yeah. message and it's fine it, when it's someone you you know a little bit and you've seen them around and they'll message you about something and then you message them and you anxiously wait for their reply then they reply and you should then just go right fucking i'm out i'm done and then you sort of think oh this is going well and then you message back with a question mark at the end and then that every now and again you'll go back to that question and just see that they've seen it, but they've never replied. Yeah, I just think don't ever ask a question. No, no. Because, no. because you're, you're causing yourself anxiety. I, I also do that thing where you count up the messages. Have you ever done that where you go, oh, let God. me see who's been the thirstiest in this conversation. And you go, okay, well, they, they message, then I Even replied, in my relationship, yeah. and I'd say that you, I converse with you more than most people, I argue, and I don't think this will come as a surprise to anyone, I'm the thirstiest in nearly every relationship. I don't think there's anyone over a relationship via text that I'm thirstier than. I genuinely don't. I'm like I live in Crawley all the time. Oh, it's God, like it's just, it's just. I'm the king just, of thirst. There's people I don't even respect uh, or like <laughs> who message me sometimes, and I become thirsty. Do you know? Sometimes I sit there and I'll message someone back who I don't really, I don't enjoy them. I was finding them quite rude and obnoxious. They'll message me something, usually asking me a favour, and I'll do the favour, and then I'll message how they are, and then they'll message back, and then I'll, and then I'll realise I'm in a situation with someone I have no time for, no. and I'm fucking thirsty. Mm. I'm dying for, yeah. Yeah, I've had that many times. <laughs> right, listen, we'd love to, we'd love to continue, uh, but we can't, because one, I don't think I've been very good on this, and two... You've been great, man. No, and two, uh, Tom's got to go. So, Tom, would you well, like well, to well, take well, us well. out? I think let's well, just say I've got to go. Let's just say I've got to go. I've got to lope. What do you mean? Well, I've got to lope. What's that? How's that song go? And I got a lope. Don't know. Death in, death, you know, death in, I'll be the way I'm living life. Yeah. You're a die. What did I say? I'm 23 now, but when I live to see 24, the way oh, things are going, I don't Paradise. know. So, do you know how pathetic that is as an end? Well, I had to fucking really mount saying, that was Gangster's Paradise. One of the best known rap tunes. One of the best known songs ever. 
and you didn't even know what I was doing. No, that's no, how. No, no, saying, no, 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 no. no. Let's I've just got, leave. You're saying you're saying I've got to elope. No, I've got to elope. What? There's a bit where he goes, and I got elope when I turn myself in the pistol smoke. Death yeah, thing. I really got a. Tri- I, re- I really hate to trip, but I got to like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Is that what you were doing? Yeah. Look, let's just. Oh, yeah. Fucking hell! Just do the closer. Okay, Jesus. here's the closer. Okay, okay. Friends, family. That's what you are. An animal pack that we enjoy, we love, and we savor. But this week is a big week. It's Mental Health Awareness Week. So I wanted to shout out to each and every one of you, anyone out there who may be struggling, anyone out there who's having anxious or depressive thoughts, just to say you're not alone. One of the best things you can do is start a conversation with someone, uh, a friend, a family member, just pick up the phone and sort of say how you're feeling. Especially men out there, give a chat. Uh, just I'd be a bit more open about how you are in your heart, how you are in your soul. I personally, this this last week or so, have struggled massively with my anxieties, my worries. A lot of things uh, had sort of got on top of me coming into this this last week. Shout out Romesh, by the way, and Flo and Ollie for checking him. And that's what means the world, I think, is when you feel like you've got friends around you who can do that. So I just wanted to say, check in on people if you're worried about them. It's a it's a big week to have this open conversation and keep it growing with mental health. So there's some amazing charities out there um, doing amazing things. So look into it. Take care of each other. Take care of yourselves. And remember, your brain, your soul are the two biggest muscles you have. Take care of them, friends. That was really, that was actually, do you know what? I was expecting something about an emu or something that learned a lesson from... uh, If I'm honest with you, I expected it to go better, but I was really reeling from the whole Gangster's Paradise thing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But no, in all seriousness, that is a a really good point. Make sure you do check in on people. It's something that me and Tom both feel really strongly about. And it's something that uh, people neglect. And, you know, when your friends... When you ask your friend if they're all right and and, you go, how are you? And they go, yeah... I just think sometimes you can see when people are going through it, it's worth just pushing a bit, you know, and and and, and properly checking in on people. Well, thanks for pushing uh, me this week, my friend. You're a G. Oh, no, not at all. I'm very lucky to have you. No, not at all. Sometimes... I love the bones of you, mate. Sometimes I feel that that little owl sitting on my shoulder giving me a little peck on the cheek saying, things are going to be okay, big dog. Yeah, well, thanks for not going, things are going to be okay, <laughs> big dog. Well, it didn't feel right. Mm, okay. <laughs> Uh, we are taking you out with uh, a, a song in keeping with that uh, Tribe Core Quest Stressed Out uh, take care of yourselves guys we love you very much big love bye bye you ain't one to complain but there's things in the game what's your name consequence I'm tight burnt like flames and why's that American dream they got this ghetto kid in the fiend don't stress that cause it's not in your bloodstream your whole being comes from greatness you remember Chase Hall got you caught in the storms of December and brothers on the block back in nines like September change these situations yeah. cause block is all slender you I be on the avenue where they be acting brand new I'm flooding on these rebrock joints for shorty boo all of a sudden I saw these two kids fronting talking out they joints but they wasn't saying nothing. My hand was on my toolie, they was acting unruly. Word. Your word up, yo, I was tight, caught up. But I swallowed my pride to let that nonsense ride. Because the positive, it seems that negative die. If you have a problem, opinion, feedback, or anything at all, please email us at wolfalpod at gmail.com. That's wolfalpod 
at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, mainly because we don't have any content ideas. Thank you.